Success stories and interviews with game changers and thought leaders who have overcome both in life and in business. Welcome to Vertical Momentum. Welcome back to Vertical Momentum. Guys, this is going to be a great episode. We're going to be talking about everything to do with sales because I love sales. And the gentleman that we're about to talk to is the sales maestro. My brother, what's going on? How are you doing, Tyler? Richard, what is going on, man? Absolutely blessed and grateful to be alive. Oh, man. And you got so many great things doing. First of all, how how is your boy doing? Uh, he's doing well, man. Awesome, man. He's feeling good? He's healing up? Yeah, for sure. Cool. So talk to us a little bit, because uh, I love sales. I've always been into sales. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, where you grew up, and what kind of little boy was Tyler? 100%, man. So, uh I mean, I, everyone is in sales. I always like to ask people who, who's in sales. At, and when I go out and speak on stages and some people will raise their hand, but everyone's in sales. And even if you're not directly in the sales profession, whether you people, whether you're talking to the other sex or whether you're uh, just creating your goals and creating a vision for yourself, you have to sell yourself to believe in yourself to get to that next level, even if your current reality doesn't match that. So for me, man, that's when I first sold got into sales was selling myself on a vision of, you know, wanting more and, and just being destined for greatness from a young age. I, I played sports my whole life, uh, baseball, basketball, football, got on, I got a chance to play at the collegiate level at football. I got a chance to play overseas for basketball in China, but really the first sales door to door, I had a door to door sales opportunity. Where it was literally my senior year of high school where I actually we're selling these uh, football cards. I don't know if you're, you're familiar with them. You know those cards that, like, for 20 bucks, you get a bunch of coupons on the back. It's like a dollar off Subway, a dollar yeah. off. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Um, and I remember the guy that came in was like, hey, guys, uh, we have, like, this uh, football card that you can sell. You go door to door, and uh, um, we'll give you, like, I think it was, like, 50 bucks or a $100 bonus if you sell 20 of them. So I ended up selling, like, 40 of them, and I, like, just – I. I ended up selling a lot more than everyone else. And I just remember like I would go door knocking on the richest neighborhoods in the area. I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. So I went to these rich suburbs and dude, I just remember people would just bought like, I had a couple of people bought like two or three of them. And I was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. And I wasn't, I, I, I wouldn't say like, I was like an expert at sales at, at all. I was just like personable and I could communicate. And I remember uh, just also putting in the work. And so that was one thing that I always was really good at. And this is carried over in the sports and other areas of my life. I was like, I may not be the fastest, most talented person on the field or in the office, but no one's going to outwork me. So that was something that I've always carried with myself. And so uh, I, I just knocked the most doors on that opportunity, like sold the most cards. There's only like a couple hundred bucks, but I was like, man, this is awesome. Went on to sell insurance, did really well with that, but I was, it was like a soul sucking job where I like was not passionate about it at all and then this is when I stumbled into uh, I had some other sales positions but I ended up stumbling into the event business and this event business changed my life I I went to some uh, personal development events I saw Jack Canfield I'm not sure if you're uh, familiar with Jack Canfield. Jack Canfield okay hey. perfect yeah and so this was the first time I actually got exposed to this industry I remember I was in college I had like a final exam that weekend and I was like, it was like Lewis Howes, Jack Canfield, um, just a lot of a lot of big names in the space at the time. And I was like, it was like a two hundred dollar ticket. I ended up taking a loan 
out for my brother because I was like, man, I need a flight to California. I need a hotel and stuff like that. And I had to like basically sell my teacher on why I needed to go. Um, but he ended up was like, man, I love – one of the guys was Lewis Howes. He's an Ohio guy. And my teacher was like, oh, I love Lewis House. So he let me go, miss my final. I attended it. And that's when I got exposed to the space. And I was like, dude, there's another there's another way to make money. There's another way to do this game than, than I, what I was been exposed to or what I was raised on. So then one of my goals was to work with Tony Robbins because I was in this space. I went down a rabbit hole of the personal development, saw many of these speakers. And then I got the chance to work with this company that – Largest personal development company in the world. You can look them up. They're Success Resources. I don't know if they're um, they're like a national or they're an international company. They put on all of Tony Robbins' international events uh, when he goes to the Fiji or Australia. Uh, we have all, they had offices in Singapore. The I mean, just all over the place. And, in the, and I was in the U.S. office in California, and I was like the number one guy. And what what happened was I put in the most dials. I would read. I was just like fanatic about wanting to become the best uh, because when I first started, like I said, I wasn't the best. I wasn't the most talented, but I was willing to put in the, the most reps. And so I put in the reps, became the number one sales guy. And what would happen with that company is they would do all the marketing. They would book the venue and then they would partner with these big name speakers to come speak on the stage to then uh, attract more people to fill the event. And so they would write checks to Tony Robbins. They would pay their his private jet fuel and all this stuff. Um, it was Tony Robbins, the guys from the Shark Tank. It was uh, Kevin O'Leary, Damon John. Uh, Gary Vee spoke on our stage, Grant Cardone. Uh, Russell Brunson from ClickFunnels. Robert Kiyosaki. All these guys, they spoke on the stage. And what my job as a seller was like, hey, Richard, saw that you attended the event and noticed that you didn't move forward with it. So they would train me on their products and say uh, they would train me on their products. So I got a chance to work with these guys and they would train me on the products. And then I would reach out to people who attended but didn't purchase. So what was cool with this process was, and this is how I got really good at this, was, you know, when someone goes to an event and they're told the offer or whatever they're selling, being sold on from stage, uh, you know, they, they saw the whole offer. They saw the whole, everything in front of them, but they, for whatever reason, didn't move forward. So my job is now to call you, Richard, and say, hey, I saw you attended, but you didn't move forward. Some people saw the opportunity. They signed up right away. But for whatever reason, Richard, you did not. And so I really have to understand how you make decisions. You know, we make decisions based off the knowledge we know and based off our past experiences. So maybe you've been burned in the past. Maybe you invest into something here or there. And I have to break that down, get crystal clear on what that is, because that's all perspective. And once I understand your perspective, I know how you make decisions. And then from there, my job is to just instill certainty within you to say that, hey, if you make this investment, you can make that money back. And I really get them to a place where like, do you, are you confident that you're going to make your money back? Because if you're not willing to put in the work or follow these steps, we're going to give you all the resources to become successful. But if you're not willing to put in the work, it's not going to be a good fit. But if you are, my job is to help you believe in yourself. And that's really what that self came down to. And uh, another thing I would say with that too, anyone listening to this that are in sales or wanting to have their own business is a live events changed my life. So I could specifically share from the heart and genuinely sell this product because Tony Robbins, these events, I, I knew for a, without a shadow of a doubt 
that if people were to attend these events, it would change their life. And so most people don't have that level of confidence and certainty and conviction. And if you don't have that confidence and conviction, I would tell you whoever's listening is to find a product until you do. Um, because once you find a product that you're totally in alignment with and truly believe in, and you can even share personal results from your life, it's going to skyrocket your success. And that's exactly what happened with me. And then from there, I would say the rest is history because I got a chance to connect, work with some of the biggest names in the, in the industry. Uh, people know me in the space and they referred me out. And now I'm kind of uh, in a place where I'm a sales consultant, where I'll, I'll take on one to three clients a year, go deep dive. I build out their sales team. I build out their sales processes. And I teach young guys, 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds. So if any young guys or people are looking to, you know, make some money from home and they're willing to put in the work, you know, feel free to reach out to me because there are tremendous amounts of opportunities. And like I said, I always tell people, if you're willing to put in the work and you're coachable, you can make a lot of money and there's a lot of opportunity out there right now. So that's what I, that's kind of catches you up to speed to where I'm at now. All right, so let's talk some talk a little bit about you know live events. You know, I love live events, um, and you know, like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about. You know, the reason why he gives away a lot of his stuff for free is because he knows that these people are going to come to his live events, and only maybe two percent are going to act upon what he's teaching them. So mm -hmm. he's going to see the same person over and over again. So why do you think people just keep going to Tony Robbins' event and their life never changes, even though they've seen him? or been around him five or six times? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, yeah, that, that's what I found so fascinating with the event business because, I mean, you're right. There's some guys that, or there's some people, women and uh, guys and girls that go to that event and it's like they 10X their business. And then there's some people that don't make any change. Like the same exact event, same exact speaker, same exact content. The only thing that's different is the person in the seat. So it's really understanding the fact that you have to take full responsibility for your results. So if you're in business and, you know, you go to these live events and you continue to go to these live events and you're continuing not to get a result, then instead of saying, Hey, maybe that, that was a bad event or maybe they're, they're just trying to sell me and they're not trying to help me. I need to actually look within and say, you know what, what is keeping me, what's holding me back? What are some of these limiting beliefs what are some things that are holding me back from achieving my goals? And what are my goals? Most people don't know their goals. And I mean, it's a huge thing because I call them personal development junkies is, you know, I had some clients that I would sell events to and, you know, they loved it. They got fired up. It was like an injection, energy injection into their soul, their spirit for like a week or two. And then it would die down and I would see them at the next event and they, nothing really changed. And so um, it is something that, is common and it's just getting clear on what your goals are because if you don't have to get clear on what your goals are and you don't take full responsibility for your results then you're kind of like a leaf in the wind like you know if they if i go on social media and someone says hey i need to buy this nft or buy this crypto or if i need to go buy real estate then i'm just going to get continually be thrown around like a rag doll and you're not going to get any results because at the end of the day you have to get clear on what it is that you want Create some sort of plan, find a mentor, find someone who has experience and knows what they're doing so you can just follow that plan and then just execute. It, and, and it's like, and that's the hard part. People aren't willing to put in the work uh, to do the execution part, but that's exactly why I love sales. It is, uh, I'm a big numbers guy. I love sales because if 
you know, like I tell some of these young guys, uh, before they can get into an inside sales position or a higher level sales position, a lot of these people will start off making outbound calls. And I say, you have to make the you have to make the dials, and then I can work with you on the strategy. So if someone's making a hundred calls a day and they're making zero appointments or making zero sales, then it's like okay, the work ethic's there, but the strategy isn't there. Let's work on the strategies. Let's work on the skill set until we get you to a level uh, where you're you're booking appointments. But if you're in a place where you know you're making twenty calls a day, and I'm like, dude, I can't really help you because you're not really even putting in the work. So. What I would say is get clear on these two things. It's either knowledge or implementation. If you want to do something, get clear on your goal and then ask yourself, do I know how to get there? Do I, do I know the, do I have a, some sort of plan to get there so I can follow consistently day in and day out? If you don't, then find the information. Information is all over the place. Videos, books, you can go to live events. You can go to, uh, um, you know, read a book, mentors, videos, YouTube, all that stuff, Google. That's the easy part. Finding the information is the easiest part. The second part, which it's like, okay, do I know how to get there? If the answer is yes, then they, I need to ask, ask myself this question. Do I know, uh, am I implementing every single day? Am I executing the plan? And if the answer is no, then I need to surround myself with accountability, whether that's a personal network, whether that's measuring my results and understanding what I'm doing day in and day out. That's a very powerful exercise that anyone can do uh, specifically in sales or anything else that they're trying to achieve is write down exactly what actions they've taken towards their goal and see if this is in alignment with the plan that they've already created and if it's not then it's like okay what's preventing me and what do i need to do to get better the next day because progress is going to what's going to progress is going to create fulfillment in your life and i need to be able to measure my actions you know i can join masterminds i can uh, have a coach that holds me accountable there's a lot of different ways to hold myself accountable. Maybe it's posting on social media about my goal and then having everyone know my goal and then me not wanting people to see me being a failure just to hold myself accountable. You have to find what works best for you that's going to hold you accountable and just take consistent action daily towards that. Now, one thing I've, you know, so I've been in sales for over 33 years that there's a lot of people that they can, they make, the um they make this you know they go in they do their sales pitch and like 80 percent of them forget to close the sale they forget to ask for the sale so you know do you have you seen that a lot to a lot of people well they'll set out the perfect pitch but then they they never ask for the credit card you know what i'm saying mm, right yeah i mean that, yeah, that's interesting, man. Like, uh, I, I, you know, it is so it's so interesting how sales is developed and 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 transitioned now. That specifically, not only in the sales process and on the side of the seller, but also the buying process and on the, on the side of the buyer. So, you know, I think that is something. You know, not only asking for the sale is one part of it, but it, it's also how you ask for the sale. Um, like, if I'm asking for the sale, it, it's it's understanding my intention behind the sale and the transformation I'm going to provide for the client. So if I don't, if I don't have good intention behind actually providing a life trans, like creating a life transformation in their life, then it's going to come across salesy. I may not even ask for the sale or I may ask for it in a way that kind of offends the prospect. But if anyone's coming up against that with they're not asking for the sale, I can almost guarantee that they don't, 
believe in their product enough or they don't believe in the end result of their product. Because if you truly believe in your product and you believe in the change that it's going to make in that prospect, I'm going to be able to ask for a sale every single day. And that's something that a lot of business owners and sellers will struggle with at first is that they're not promoting, they're not selling enough. You know, some people will even go extreme on it. Like, a, a, I don't know if you're, you're familiar with Dan Kennedy's work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like great marketer. If you guys don't know Dan Kennedy, definitely check out his stuff. But, you know, one of the things he says is like, his thing is like, if you haven't pissed someone off by, you know, 12 o'clock, you're not selling enough. And sales, part of sales is you're going to, some people are going to connect with you and some people aren't going to connect with you. So sometimes a seller won't ask for the sale because maybe they're scared of rejection. They're like, hey, I've asked for a sale before and that person just turned me down and I don't want to go through that rejection process. That could be why you're not asking for the sale. And then also too, it's like, you, or you could just not believe in your product and, and service where it's like, you know what, this could help this guy. I don't know. And, and you're kind of in this place where you're unsure if this can de develop a transformation. That's why it's so important that you're in alignment and you truly believe in your product or service or your offer from the beginning, because if you say no to me, if I make an offer to you and you say no, I, I take it per I, like, I take it to a place where it's like, well, maybe I didn't communicate this clearly because this is absolutely going to change your life. And I can say that because I was just like you. I had doubted it because if I've never gone to a live event before, I'm going to have doubts of, you know, why would I pay a thousand dollars to, you know, for my flights, my hotel or, you know, my, for the admission for the event, whatever it may be, I don't see the value in it because that's a thousand dollars that I'm out on or whatever the price is where it's like, dude, if you go to this event, are you a business owner? And then understanding like, Hey, like, what if you learn one new strategy? What if you make one new connection and you can make 10 extra investment? I mean, would that be something that you would be interested in? And if I'm as a seller, understand the value of what I'm offering, then I'm going to make, I'm never going to run into that problem. So yeah. if someone is struggling with that, I would say it's probably a, a, a fear of rejection that they've experienced in the past, which is totally normal because no, humans do not want to be rejected. And number two is I have to get crystal clear on what's the value my product or service is providing. And, and do I truly believe in it? Because if I do, any person I get in contact with, I know it's going to change their life. And so I need, I need to offer that to them. You know, I, and I love that. And I tell the story of when I, when I first started my career in sales, I, I learned to be a timeshare salesman mm. and the first a hundred appointments I set, I didn't sell one. And my manager mm. sat me down and he's like, and I asked him, I said, well, how come I can't sell it? He says, cause you don't own it. And I was like, Hmm. So I bought my, my bought the timeshare, which I still have now went on vacation and like came back and like 10 days later was crushing it because I finally believed in the product. I used the product and it 100%. was here for when a person would give me, well, I can't afford it. You know? And I'd be like, well, I couldn't afford it either, but look at my kids faces when we come back from Disney, you see 100%. what I'm saying? So I can, I totally understand where you're coming from. Now you've, um, rub shoulders with some of the some of the greats like I have you know I just had Mr. John Lee Dumas on last week Mr. Tony Very cool you know what in, in your opinion what makes them one percent 
different than everybody else? What is that one thing? Yeah, I would say, you know, what I, I would say this, it's success. What does success truly look like for you? Because I truly come from a place where we're all destined for greatness. And that greatness looks different in every single person on this earth. Maybe it's you being a parent to raise you know, two or three kids. Maybe it's you're Jeff Bezos. You want to create a, a tri- the largest company in the world. Elon Musk is pushing, you know, now on the round, uh, you know, battling for that too. Or maybe it's you're, you're here to, you know, create a podcast to bring um, experts in so you, we can inspire and motivate someone who is, you know, doubting themselves or just lacking just don't they don't feel like they have any purpose in their life whatever that is for you you have to get crystal clear on what that success looks like for you because once you get crystal clear on your your purpose that's really what it is once you get clear on your purpose some of these guys that are the most successful that i've come across they are crystal clear on what their purpose is on what they are here to deliver to this earth and it's something much bigger than themselves. And the people that understand that their purpose is much bigger than themselves and they understand what that is, they're going to spend the most time in it because they're going to absolutely, they, they're going to, they're, they're either going to love what they do or they're going to just love the process with it. Like, you know, they may even love the, the failures or the rejection. They just love the total grind. Like Gary Vee, like you mentioned him, he loves the grind of like, you know, you know, he, what does he say? Uh, he's going to eat shit for the longest time. You know, he always says stuff like that, where he's going to be posting content consistently. He's looking at the long game because he's so clear with what his purpose is and that, that he can wake up every single day on fire. And it, and this is something that, you know, like we're all human. There's going to be some days you don't, you don't wake up, you wake up and you don't have a, uh, the energy or you don't, you don't have the things that you want to do. But once you're clear on your purpose and it's much bigger than yourself, you realize like, you know what? I need to get out of, I need to get out of bed and do this for them. I need to do it for my kids. I need to do it for the people that listen to this podcast. So someone like John Lee Dumas, these guys that have the best podcast or, you know, electric vehicles of uh, decreasing the emissions in the world and in the environment, it's understanding your purpose uh, and getting crystal clear on that. And one of the things I always like to tell people and, and how to find your purpose in four, in four to five questions. And these are the questions you need to be asking yourself. You need to ask yourself, who am I called to serve? Number one. Number two, who, what problem am I called to solve? Number three, what process am I called to deliver to, the, to solve that problem? Number four, what's the end result? And then the question number five is, what's your purpose? So, you know, if we take an example here, like Zuckerberg, he just changed his uh, name to Meta, right? And I think he, I read an article, he said something like, we want to, we connect people through technology, that we want to use technology to connect people. And he said that Facebook is just one product of everything that he's doing. He's got this Oculus virtual reality as many other products as well. He's the messenger app. There's all these things outside of Facebook, but at the end of the day, his purpose and what he said in the article, I use technology to connect people. Like that's in one sentence, his purpose. So who does, who is he called to serve? He feels like he is called to serve everyone on this planet at a high level. And the reason why is because he knows the, uh, and the problem is maybe lack of connection, lack of feeling uh, connected, fulfillment, your purpose, 
maybe that's the problem that he's solving. It's just like people are getting lost in the in the crowds or whatever. And what's his process? He uses technology, he uses apps, he uses Facebook, he uses virtual reality, he uses, these are ways to deliver that solution, to deliver that problem. And what's the end result? People are connected. I can know someone in Zimbabwe or Africa, what they're doing, if they have Facebook and Wi-Fi, and I can understand what they're doing. I can feel connected. I can even build relationships. I can even donate some money. I could feel connected with that individual as the end result. And then hence my purpose, we connect, to, we connect people with technology, right? And whatever you're doing, you can use that simple five question uh, framework to get clear on what it is you do. And most people, they don't know, they don't know, they don't know that answer for themselves. You know, and I love it. You know, so now let me ask you, you know, I, I know that you're you're a big guy on mentorship, you know, that you went to work with Mr. Dan Locke. Um, tell us, you know, a lot of times people are afraid that they, they won't think twice about spending twelve hundred hours on an iPhone, but they won't right. spend twelve hundred hours to get mentored by somebody that's a multimillionaire. So tell me right. about your thought process when you started working with Mr. Dan Locke and, you know, and why you did what you did and do you suggest working, finding a mentor? hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Dan Locke was one of the, one of my first mentors um, to, to get me into the high ticket space. He really exposed me to a whole other industry that I have no, I no, I, I had no recollection. I didn't even know existed. Um, and that's what mentors do for you because whether you, there are certain industries and certain ways that people are making money right now that I do not even know exist. And same thing with you and, some, and same thing with someone listening to this uh, interview. And mentors, they expose you to that. It's just like, well, why are you, why, why are you, why are you uh, working that nine to five job? Well, I need to make money. Well, I need, like, why are you using that job? Well, because they pay me this and this is the best available option that I know to be treated for me. Right. And then um, what a mentor will do is be like, yeah, well, what if I showed you an option where you can make twice as much money while you know, working half as much? Would you be interested? Absolutely. So mentors, they open up new doors and mentors doesn't even have to be a physical person. It could be a book. A lot of people don't realize that books are some of the mentors greatest information. Like, you know, if mentors will put their best information uh, in a book. You can get it for $10. And if you really sit down and just envision that person just talking to you directly and saying that information to you, then you're going to create ma massive transformation because like people like Tony Robbins, so he'll put a lot of his information in books and you can actually access that for 10 bucks. But what happens is we don't value the information because it's like, hey, I got this. Maybe I got the book for free. I read it for free at a library. I paid 10 bucks for it. So it's only worth $10. And so it comes back to the mentor piece too of like the value you have it you increase mentors increase your knowledge and also increase your value and if you increase your value you can increase your your income making abilities into the marketplace and it can also increase your impact and so you know mentors you can find in a book literally a youtube video and also you know working one-on-one -on -one or going to live events and when it comes to finding a mentor you really got to get clear on what it is that you want and just follow what they're saying. Because if 
you know, if I talk to someone and say, you know, hey, Tyler, I know how to lose weight. Uh, you know, I know, I know what I need to do. I need to start eating this. I need to do these workouts, whatever the case may be. But they're 40 or 50 pounds overweight versus a mentor who, you know, is shredded, you know, or is flexible, whatever your fitness goal is, then don't go off what people say, go off what they actually have created in their life. And that's another thing that, you know, I want to tell people who are in the space that like they don't know what they want or they know what they want, but they're not achieving the result or they're, they're, they're in a place where like they ask themselves, is there another way? Is there a better way? And the answer is there's always a better way to do something that you're doing. There's always a way to make improvement and make progress, but also make sure that you find the right mentors because, you know, if someone teaches you sales or teaches you, you know, fitness and they don't have the results which can easily be done nowadays with social media. I can easily talk about whatever topic I want and you have to do your due diligence and look up that individual to see if they actually have the track record. And if they do and they, and you know they have the results, then listen with them and put your ego, put everything you know off to the side, put everything off to the side as if you're a, new, a newbie and just soak in as much information as possible and test it. Actually go out, Take the information and implement it in your life. And sometimes a mentor, what works for them may not work for you. And you need to get clear on, okay, why isn't it working for you? Because there's always, uh, there's certain people that you're going to connect with. Some people love Gary Vee. Some people hate Gary Vee, right? It, and this is with any type of mentor. So really find someone that you can connect with. You learn their strategies and then you you implement and you're getting results with. And you continue to build upon that. Um and then once you get to a place where you're getting consistent results, then you need to, you know, then you need to continue the the journey by becoming a mentor as for yourself and teaching other people around you. Because once you're able to teach other people what you've done, then that's when you know you're onto something, and that's when these these really successful people become even more successful because now they're teaching someone how to do it, and they've they've tapped into a framework or a strategy or a process that can be duplicated and, and scalable. Okay. So now, you know, last couple of questions. I know you got a lot to do today. Um, you know, our avatar for our show is usually males between the ages of 25 and 45 married, three kids, you know, um, re- retired out of the military with some health issues, maybe some, um, you know, maybe being disabled veterans and, you know, they're getting up in 45, maybe 50 years old. And they think, you know, maybe it's too late for me. You know, maybe it's uh, maybe sales. Maybe I shouldn't get into sales because maybe it um, it passed me by. What are your mm. thoughts on that? And what do you say to that person that's thinking about it, but kind of still worried? You know, maybe I'm too old to do this. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, th- that if someone says, hey, maybe I'm too old to do this, then you know what's going to happen is you're going to be too old to do that because that's the belief that you have within yourself because it's so crazy, man. A lot of people, man, a lot of people when they're young, they're like, hey, I, I want to be older. I wish I was older so I can do this. You know, I wish I could be 18 or 21, whatever the case may be. And then it gets to a point where it's like, man, I'm old. I'm just too old to do certain things. It's just like, well, what age is that for you? And really that age is, it's all perspective on what it is that you want to do. So what, what I always tell people that they need to get crystal clear on it, specifically financially, because everyone, you know, health, wealth, love is 
you know, those are the top three. You want to make more money. You want to uh, create a, you know, longer lasting stability for your family, uh, uh, wealth, or I'm sorry, love. You want to have rich, fruitful relationships, whether it's with your kids, your family, um, business relationships, all that good stuff. And then you have your health, right? So someone that wakes up and says that, you, you, need, to, you need to accept where you're at because Again, everyone's purpose is different. And even though you know, you're 45 years old and you're not a multimillionaire, it doesn't mean that you're not worth anything. Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a, is worth something. And you can never compare yourself to someone who has massive success or maybe even more success than you at a younger age because they haven't gone, this, gone through the same life that you have gone through. So you're comparing apples to oranges. So you need to just accept the fact that you're a one unique being and you need to own your current place and say, okay, you know, I maybe made some decisions in the past that they weren't where I wanted them to be. And this is where I'm at. And you need to get crystal clear with like, and own that to say, hey, these actions that I took in, in the past have gotten me here. And I do not like where I want to be. And that's totally okay because I can make a change today to get me to where I want to go. So get clear on where you want to go. Maybe that's making, you know, $10,000 a month. Maybe that's making $100,000 a month. Maybe that's making a million, whatever the, the goal is for you. Uh, these are the, this is the kind of the, the success framework I give to people when it comes to wealth. It's, you have your active and passive income. So your active income is where you trade your time for money and you make, or you trade some sort of time, whether you're a consultant, whether you're creating a strategy for your business, how can I create more active income in my life? Most people, what they know, get a job, that's my active income. But active income is in a direct correlation with the skill sets that you give people. So for me, I love high ticket sales because I can go to any organization. I can say, hey, you don't even have to pay me anything up front. Give me a percentage. Give me equity in the company. Give me a, per, a commission on the back end, and I will make sales for you. And the more, the better you become at your skill set, the better, uh, the more active income you're going to be able to make. So same thing with real estate. I mean, there's so many different skill sets you can learn. Some of the best skill sets that I like that can deliver direct ROI with companies is, you know, copywriting, marketing slash advertising, sales. Um, and then if you're looking at other opportunities, real estate is always a great investment to make. You know, people are going to be living in homes probably in, a, I would say, in 100 years, unless we all go live on a spaceship. But I mean, I think it's pretty much a safe bet to say people are going to still be living in houses specifically with population going up. So understand what skill sets you want to learn and become so good at it because that's going to increase your, your earning capability. So I always like to, and, you know, Dan Locke, you know, kind of taught me some of this stuff. And he says, you know, uh, high income skill. That's any skill that teaches you how to make six figures or more a year. So once you have that underneath your belt, it's like, wow, I can make consistently six figures a year. So that's, you have to understand where you're at. If you're at that place, then the next step is, okay, now that I have my active income, are there ways I can improve it? But now it's like, okay, what am I doing with this money? Is it sitting in a bank account? Is it just, what type of interest is it accruing? Because this is a whole other skill set. Now that I have active income, now that I have cash flow, I own a couple assets. Um, and that's the second part of income is the passive income. What assets can I own to create the passive income in my life? And do I use the active income to buy these assets? Can I use this active income to show proof to the banks or other partnerships that I can make to get access to more credit so I can buy the assets? 
but eventually you want to buy assets that can provide passive income in your life. So now I have active income. I have a skill set that I know people will pay me, you know, six figures or more a year to, to make money. I have passive income. I know I now own assets. Maybe it's some rental properties. Maybe it's some automation stores on Amazon. Uh, I mean, maybe some crypto NFTs, some stocks, whatever it is that that looks like for me or for you. I find some assets to own. Maybe it's buying some businesses. So then that cash flow, I have to mitigate my risk. I have to look at how many taxes I'm paying. What are some ways to lower my taxes? And I continue to use that money to compound. But what happens with a lot of people, they make a, you know, a lot of people that will come to that situation. They're like, man, I did all this money. You know, you maybe you, you, you've even experienced this, Richard. It's like, man, I had one of the best years I've ever had in sales and in business. But you look at your, your bank account and you're like, man, I just made a bunch of Houdini money, I call it. And that's money that I don't know where the heck it went. And the reason why that is, is because most people's lifestyle and expenses increase with the amount of active income or passive income that they make. They're using that money to buy things that are dead expenses instead of using that money to leverage to buy assets that's going to produce consistent cash flow over time. And hence, you know, 45, 50-year-old person being like, man. Where the heck did all that money go? Where did all that time go? Now I'm out of luck. You need to shift your perspective to making, being able to make more money, to buy assets, to create passive income, and then let like you're still you're still good, man. Like I know people in the biohacking space. You maybe um, are you familiar with Bulletproof? Uh, with Dave Asprey and Bulletproof, yep. the Bulletproof brand. Yep. He had a biohacking conference, and a lot of people there they expect to live to 150, 200 years old. And it's because of these techniques and strategies that they use with their health. And that's because of their perspective and their belief. So it's another thing with that person, you need to change the belief that like, hey, you're just getting started, man. If you're 45 and 50, you don't like where you're at, you're just getting started. Because if you create a skill set, I mean, nowadays, there's so much information, you can learn a skill set, provide massive amount of value to people, earn six figures within, six months 12 months next 18 months 24 months be commit to that then keep your expenses minimal put it into an asset that's going to allow me to compound that money over time and the next 10 to 15 years you're going to have that stability or you know now with crypto you know now there's some even some coins now where you can double triple that money overnight and it's just like the the the, the opportunity is endless so just know that instead of saying hey like i'm like towards the end just Change the belief that this is just the beginning. Increase your income actively and passively, and then use it to leverage more credit. So then you can make uh, more investments. So you can continue to compound that money, and so you can create that stability. And then you continue to increase your skill set, so you can continue to make more active income. That's what I would tell that individual. Brother, this has been a masterclass on salesmanship and and business, and I just want to say thank you. Uh, how do we find you? How can we get in touch with you? If, if somebody that's listening to us wants you to mentor mentor them, how do we find you? The, the best place professionally, it's going to be LinkedIn. Um, if you guys are on LinkedIn, reach out to me. That's a that's really my, my favorite network because uh, on LinkedIn, it's professional. Those are people that want to uh, connect, build business relationships. Awesome. If it's business related, connect with me on LinkedIn. Instagram, if you want to know me personally, you can reach out to me on Instagram. That's a great way to connect, understand, you know, kind of where I'm at, what I'm doing. Um, and then 
any of you guys that want to get mentored and, you know, are like, man, I wish I had some information or, I, or if I, I just wanted some, uh, I want some mentorship or I wish there was a live event that teaches you some of the stuff that I'm talking about. We're actually hosting a live event in Vegas, November 11th through the 14th. So in about what, is that like 15 days in about two weeks, um, reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram. And there is, if you want some more information on that, we are teaching people the language of money. We have people coming in teaching you how to get access to business credit, personal credit. Uh, some of the stuff that I wish they would be teaching you at school, that's what this event is about. Um, and then we teach you what type of passive um, income vehicles that you can use that, that money that you got access to, where, where should we be putting it so it compounds for us? And then how can we create a purpose-driven business and how can we increase our active income making abilities? So if you're struggling with wealth or you're struggling with building wealth or making money, you definitely want to be there because we're going to be teaching you the language of money. So that's also another way to introduce yourself and connect with me in person. I can't wait, brother. Thank you so much. I'm so honored and so grateful that you decided to take time to hang out with us. And if there's anything I can ever do, because this is going to be heard by over 1.4 million people, and most of them are veterans and first responders, and a lot of them needed to hear this today. And I just want to say thank you. You got it, Richard, man. I'm, I'm super excited. And yeah, if anyone uh, wants to make money, there's always possibilities to uh, join the, the sales team and make and, and learn the high income skill of uh, sales. And so reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'll be more than happy to provide a, a job opportunity for you as well. All right, brother. Have a happy and safe Halloween, brother. Be good. Yeah, you too, Richard. Have a good one, brother. Thank you for joining us today. Please hit subscribe and share. Please feel free to leave us a comment.